Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach & Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Clement Pepe with Power Technology. Welcome. Well, thank you. Good to be here, Lee. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Power Technology. How are you serving folks? Well, Power Technology, we started back in 1992. My first client came to me in 1992, so I'm pretty much a pioneer in the in the coaching industry, I would guess. And and what we do, we, there's a couple of different aspects to the company. The coaching itself, who I usually work with are salespeople, small business owners who are responsible for the sales of the company. Those are big people who come to me and really want to get more out of what they're doing, make more money. And, and they really get a chance to see some things that they're perhaps not seeing at this point. And then I have another aspect of the company called Power Technology Coaching Academy. And what I'm doing there is training and certified coaches to be able to do the work that I've been doing for the last uh, over 29 years now and be able to take this work anywhere they want to go in the world and, and use it and be a, a success coach or a business coach or life coach, whatever they choose to call themselves. So that's pretty much what we're doing at this point in time. So now, what's your backstory? How did you get into kind of sales and sales coaching? Well, I spent 21 years with Prudential Insurance back in, uh, I started in uh, basically in, in 1970, actually, and, and, and stayed with them until 1991. So I was in sales and sales management. And at that point in time, I was taking early retirement, really. And I, I came across the idea of coaching individually people at that time there was no no such thing as a coaching industry in fact it's funny because the very first networking organization i joined after i started power technology uh, they had to add a category because there was no category at that point for success coach or life coach or whatever and so i just had the idea you know hey i, I think success coaching would be good i think one-on-one -on -one would be good and i was doing some work for another company, a personal effectiveness training company, who we took some of these trainings to Russia. It was group training and whatnot. And it's interesting because one of the trainers, I was overhearing him talking to one of the people who he was with. And I was a volunteer just helping out this company do the trainings in Russia. And what he said at that time, and I was still with Prudential, he said, you know what's going to be big is one-on-one -on -one coaching. And he was just talking. I just overheard it. And I thought, my gosh, I've been thinking about this forever. And I'm in Russia now. I was living in Southern California at the time. I was in Russia. And here he's talking about starting or what's going to be big. I said, somebody's got to be telling me something here. So that's when I came back and gave my notice to Prudential. I spent about a month wrapping up. And that's when I put together the coaching system that I've been using in, over the last, like I say, 29 and a half years now. So now when you were going to market at that point, and like you said, this was kind of brand new, you're doing it before it was cool. 
And um, what was the um, kind of reaction to folks when you were saying, hey, uh, this is a service I offer now. Uh, is this something that you or your team or your people might be interested in? Yeah, well, it's interesting, yeah, because at that time, what I called myself as a personal effectiveness trainer, which even made it more difficult to explain. So I really had to explain what I was doing and what it was and how it was going to work and so on. And what I did is I had a, a list of people that I wanted to talk to about. It's almost like what we used to learn when I started with Prudential. They said, get a list of the people you know and go talk to them. So I offer a free consultation. So I had people come into the office and I would say, you know, this is what I'm doing and what are you up to and so on and so forth. And they, they would say, yeah, I'd like to do that. And I would say, okay, I can help you do this and I can help you do that and help you do this. And again, this is brand new in it. And so in my mind was really, I'm going, can, I hope you can do what you're saying now. Now I know I can't have done it for so long, but at that time. And so people started to get value out of it. They started to get their goals met and they started to then refer other people to me that they knew. And then I'd do the consultation with them and they'd see value and so on. And probably over the last 29 plus years, I would say probably 85 to 90% of referrals. In fact, I teach that to my um, uh, clients on how to ask for and receive qualified referrals. But that was an interesting time back then. Because like I said, there was no, there was no success coach at that point. Right. So that means there was no kind of frame of reference for what the person was getting. It sounds like you were kind of positioning it as like one-on-one -on -one training. And then maybe at some point the language shifted a little bit to turn into coaching. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, what happened was that, you know, then after a while, then they, they started coming up with their, their, there was like coaching academies or coaching schools. And, and the term success coach started coming into being. And I thought, you know, a personal effectiveness trainer is, is, is what I'm basically doing, but a success coach is, is really the, the, the norm now. So people would hear and understand that. So I shifted the conversation to success coach. And I, the, the majority of my work is one-on-one. -on -one. And the reason I do it one-on-one -on -one is because I, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever been to a seminar, you know, et cetera, and people get all excited when they're in a seminar and about two or three days later, they forgot what they, how effective this work is, is when it is done one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, there's a lot of benefits in that. And so I've been doing it ever since uh, that way. And then when you're doing it one-on-one -on -one is the, um, are you able to kind of hold them accountable more and really be precise in your kind of uh, recommendations? Oh, yeah, very much so. Well, because, you know, this work is it, what makes this work different than most other coaching um, systems is it's, it's a three part system, if you will. And, and I'll give them to you one, in one, two, three, but it's all intertwined in the program. But first thing is, is I help people get underneath some of the things that may stop them or slow them down from having what it is they say they want in life. You know, a lot of times we know what to do, we even know how to do it, but yet we don't do it. In fact, that Nike commercial, just do it, is a great example because it's all about just doing it. We'd probably be all gazillionaires 
or we'd all probably have that rippled stomach that I think three people have and they advertise the rippled stomach. But if it was just about just doing it, we'd do it. But what we have within us are what I call precepts. And precepts are things that we made up. Could have been a long time ago, could have been a little while ago, but we've made it up. But to us, it's no longer made up, it's the truth. And so that sometimes gets in the way of our just doing it, if you will. So what I do is help people to uncover and discover some of those precepts that are getting in their way or slowing them down and then start to shift them so that they're no longer pulling them away from what they want. Now they're propelling them towards what they want. And then the second part, again, it's all intertwined, is the teaching part. You know, it's interesting when we buy a brand new car, a brand new toaster oven, if they still sell those, you get a manual with it. And the manual basically tells you how to get the best out of that equipment what to do, what not to do, whatever. But when we were born, we didn't get that manual on how to be a human being. And we were taught by people who didn't have the manual, who were taught by people who didn't have the manual. So a lot of the times we're out here trying to figure this thing out. So the teaching part is teaching people how to get the best out of themselves, how to tap into the power that's already within them, how to tap into it from a psychological standpoint, how to tap into it from a spiritual standpoint, not religion, but the spiritual power within how the universe works and all that, and how to utilize the laws of the universe to get what they say they want out there in the world. And then the third thing is the coaching itself. And the coaching is me standing outside of someone, seeing some things that perhaps they're not seeing. A lot of times we're blind our own actions. So we're just in the middle of it. We just don't see it. But as a coach, I'm able to coach their actions so they're lining up with what it is they say they want. When they're out of alignment, coach them in. When they're out, coach them in. So that they're creating habits that are moving them towards where they want to go rather than creating habits that are moving them away from where they want to go. Interesting thing about human being, whatever we practice, we get good at. So if we're practicing effective habits, we're going to get good at that. But by the same token, if we're practicing ineffective habits, we're going to get good at that. We do seminars, teach other people how to be ineffective. We're so good at it. And so the coaching is to make sure their habits are lining up with what they say they want. And, and then they make commitments at the end of each session of what actions they're going to be taking toward their goals, because we specifically talk, get their goals when we first start. And so then the accountability is where we get back together again and discover what worked and what didn't work, what worked such that they did, what they said they were going to do, what didn't work such that they perhaps didn't do. Not what they did wrong or how bad they are, but what worked and what didn't work. And then that we sense? Yeah, when you drill it down to that, it becomes a pretty kind of binary system, right, where it's working or it's not. There's less gray and nuance in terms of, um, you know, is this something I really, really want or is it something I really, really, really want? Like it becomes if you say you want this, then why are you doing that? Do less of that and more of this. It it it, it sounds like a pretty simple system when you have a coach with you, you know, by your side to execute and really get pretty good results pretty quickly, I would imagine. Yeah. And, and what it do is, you know, one of the things I discovered when I was working, I've been working on myself for a lot of years, you know, I'll be 76 years old in September. So I've been on this planet for a long time, but I've been working on me for a lot of years. And I used to get really frustrated when, you know, people would tell you, well, you got to think positive. You know, you got to really be out there and think. And I'm thinking, well, how am I going to think positive? I ain't got no money. My woman left me <laughs> the job. I how am I going to think positive? So one of the things I committed to when I started this, this work is to 
teach people not only what to do, but how to do it. And so we put, lay out simple processes for people to do out there in the world. And all they do is practice these simple processes. And you, you use the word simple. That's exactly what it is. Now, no, they're not easy. But what makes simple easy is when we keep practicing simple. And so that's the purpose of the, of the, the course. It's a, it's a training. It's, a, it's actually a course. It's a six-month program that I do with my clients. But I've got clients, I've got one that's been with me 27 years, another one who's been with me 25 years, because they've gotten to one level, now they want to go to the next, etc. But yeah, it's definitely, it's a very simple process that we just keep on practicing to get us to be successful. That's why I've been around for over 29 years, because it works. Now, when you were starting out and you didn't have maybe as tight of a methodology as you do now... Was it something as a lifelong learner, somebody like you said, has been working on themselves for a long time that you were always kind of seeking out this kind of information and seeking out the different kind of best practices that you found and then you were able to kind of uh, kind of make it your own and then put your own kind of jazz hands on this to make it, uh, you know, the, the power technology way of doing things? Yeah, very much so. You know, it's it's interesting because I've always been, ever since I can remember, I've always been in the question, what is it to be a human being? You know, I did, some people have a, a, a hobby of cars, some people have a hobby of trains or boats or planes, whatever. Mine has always been human being. And so this was almost like, even though when I was younger, I had no idea I was going to be doing this. This has always been kind of like the path I would have been left to get on because yeah and and it's still to this day you know whenever i'm listening to someone reading something or doing anything it's always about how do we become more effective how do we tap in to that power within us what what do they say three to eight percent we use of our brain or something to that effect you know you know there's more in there so i'm always in the place of how do we get this more so and and what i do i love to teach and so I'll teach this to my clients and the future clients, present clients, et cetera. So, yeah, it is. It's a passion for me. Now, can you share maybe one of those techniques, like a, a, a baby step for someone to take if they want to make uh, some sort of change in, in the direction of where they're going? Well, I, I think one of the one of the ones that I, it always just came to my mind right first off. So I think I'll use that one. You know, a lot of times there is something that happens, and a lot of times human beings, rather than stay in the what happened, they go into a story about what happened, and that story or or their opinion, if you want to call it that, that story or that opinion starts to take shape in their lives and it starts to become the fact it, to there and in their own mind it's not the fact but it is the fact that's why if you ever heard of people who are feuding or not speaking to each other they probably started out with a story about what happened but if you would talk to each one of those people you would get probably a different story about what happened but to them, it's not a story. It's what happened. That's why they're, they're continuously not speaking to each other and so on. So one of the things to be very cognizant of human beings is, is to stay in the question of what happened. 
because a fact is black and white. There's no gray area to a fact. So if you go to, I think, it seems like, it feels like, it looks like, their body language tells me, my intuition is, you know you're in your opinion. And usually our opinion is about 95% negative. So what we teach is how to get back to the fact, how to stay in the fact. And when you're in the fact, you're in 100% of your power. When you're in your opinion, you're in 5% of your power. And I'm a big proponent of use more of your power to get more of what you want than less of your power and trying to get more of what you want. So now if you're in your power and, and you see the facts as they are, what, what does that allow you to do at this point? It allows you to know exactly what to do. So, for example, one of the processes you want to ask yourself is, okay, this is what happened. So what am I going to do with what happened? Not what do I feel about what happened? How do I think it should have been? How do I think they, it should, they should have been acting? What am I going to do with what is? And we'll know what to do because you're in your power. Let's say, for example, in sales, you, you call somebody and they, they uh, not now I'm busy and they hang up. Now, a salesperson, a lot of times will make up a story about that. Well, I got rejected. I got, um, uh, that's a, that guy's a jerk, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But the only thing that really happened is, is the, you called and the guy said, not now I'm busy. So if you stay in your power and you call that person back, then you're, you, and you find out, oh, uh, Clement, I'm sorry. I, I, was, I had this guy going on. Go ahead, go ahead. In fact, did that ever happen to me in your life where you made up something about a phone call or whatever, and then you made the call and it was nothing like you made it up? Did that ever happen yeah, to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, exactly. That, and that's like, how do you handle, okay, one thing is, okay, I'm busy and then I'm interpreting I'm busy as they hate me or they don't want my service or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do you do with when the person says I'm not interested? Like, what? How do you move forward from a, a hard no? Well, it, again, you know, no means basically to me in sales that they don't yet see the value. You know, it's a, if you're selling something that is, is has value in it, then if somebody says no, a lot of times it means it doesn't. We're not rejected. We're not you know, told you know to get out of here. We're not disliked. No means they don't yet see the value. And that's another thing we do in, in, in power technology is we reframe some words that are very, very disempowering to us. Like no, a lot of salespeople or people in general have means no means rejection. And how many people get up in the morning and say, gee, I really can't wait to get rejected today. Yeah, probably not many. So a lot of us will stay away from a conversation that could possibly denote a no. So when we, or someone says no, then perhaps we need to get them back to seeing the value in what we're talking about. And, 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 and I teach that on how to go about doing that. Now, that doesn't mean everybody you talk to that you're going to sell. You know, that doesn't mean that. But what happens, and this is where the work that I do is, is more beneficial, is the percentage of people you're going to sell when you learn these techniques and tools are going to increase dramatically over what it is now. And that's what, again, that's what makes my clients so successful at, at what they do. Now, so, you, so, go ahead. now you mentioned that uh, a lot of your clients come from your previous clients. How do you kind of create that machine or that flywheel that allows that to happen where some people who have a coach especially aren't, um, 
maybe bragging about it. That they are maybe too. Uh, I don't want to say ashamed, but it's not something that they're you know uh, putting on a billboard. A lot of people want people to think that they've got it all figured out and they don't need help. So how do you kind of uh, get referrals from folks in a, in this machine-like way? Well, it's basically the the conversation that we have in, in the, the coaching is, is a conversation of contribution. And, you know, the, my clients are more in a conversation of the, it's, a, it, it's powerful that they have a coach. It's, it's not a detriment. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with it. It really means that they're, they're pretty bright and that they created a coach. It's like with Napoleon Hill had said way back when he wrote uh, Secrets of Success, he said, the mastermind alliance is the most important, the second most important aspect that he found out when he was interviewing all the richest people in, in America at that time. But in a mastermind alliance is where two or people come together, two or more come together working on the goals. And so the, now that power is in, tremendously enhanced. So no, they're they're happy to, to make introductions, and and when they do, it's like they become with them. They they learn the tools that we're learning. It helps their relationship even so, because it's almost like they're speaking the same language. So no, they're not ashamed of it. They're they're proud of it to be coached. And and it sounds like a lot of what you're doing is this kind of reframing. And giving the your clients the tools and the language to be more effective. Yes, very much so. And and it doesn't matter where they are. You know, it's interesting because it, it, people come to me from a ground zero, and some people's ground zero is higher than others. They may be making more money, may have more uh, prestige or more things, and the other one may not have as many or so on. But everyone moves from that ground zero up when they come because what they learn is what they don't know they don't know and so if we don't know we don't know we wouldn't even know where to go look for it this work is really teaching them what they don't know they don't know and so yeah it really gives them a much and by the way it's not only in their business it's in every aspect of their lives because what we do is we work on the individual and then they take that to everywhere they go in there. You ever heard that statement, wherever you go, there you are? Right. That's what it means. Yeah. So they may take it to their business, their finances, their, their relationships, their health and fitness, their spiritual walk, their marriage, their community involvement, all those things that are important to them. They, this is a whole package, if you will, because I say that to be successful, we need to be balanced. You know, we can have all the money in the world, but before we got a, a terrible relationship, that's not that's not success. Or if we have a great relationship and got no money, that's not success. So it's really that balance. It's like a, a table with uh, six legs on it. They all need to be very solid. And so that's what really what the work is. So my clients, we, most of them come to either earn more money or get ahead in, in business and so on. But then they find that they're using this in all areas of their lives. Now, what do you need more of? How could we help you? Are you looking for more clients? Are you looking for more coaches to uh, get certified? What well, can we be uh, doing uh, for you? Well, a little of each, really. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for people who are in sales 
um, as far as the coaching is concerned, sales or small business owners who are re responsible for growing their business. And I work everywhere that the English language is spoken. The, the advent of, of Zoom, I've been using Zoom probably well before the pandemic, but it really has been something that is revolutionized, I think, uh, this, this opportunity to be a coach because you can do this via anywhere and you've got that person right in front of you so i think that's great so so those salespeople or small business owners are good for the coaching and the academy are people who want to look at this as a, a, a an occupation or as a side opportunity to to make more money but they're going to learn the specific tools and techniques that i've been teaching over the last um, 29 and a half years now and, and they'll be certified in that. So they can go out and then build their own clientele. And at the end of that, um, the, the certification program, I offer a free one month coaching program, which will help them start their, their uh, business, et cetera. So they'll know what to do. So they're not just gonna learn how to do this. The, uh, the idea of being a successful anything is you have to know how to technologically do what it is you're, you're saying you can do. So you have to learn how to coach if you're going to be successful. But you also have to learn how to sell it because if you can't sell it, you're not going to be successful. And then you know, have to learn how to manage your time and your money and all those other things. So they'll learn all those in the, the coaching program. So those are the ways that people, and I offer free consultation and free self-analysis. So anyone who wanted to get in touch with me, they could go ahead and do that. And then what's the website? It's powertechnology.org is the coaching website. And the academy website is PT, for Power Technology, coachingacademy.com. Well, congratulations on all the success. Uh, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Lee. And thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Hey.